Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Camador here with episode 29 of the Tutor Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about time management and how we as tutors can make better use of our time and make our businesses better and more profitable. I'm taking a little bit of my time out today to record this on location. So I'm out in Shropshire somewhere. So if we're overrun by the sounds of buzzards, foxes, the occasional helicopter or plane, then that's just where I live. So let's get cracking. Now, I own a lot of books on time management. I've even written one. You can find it on Amazon. It's called Elephant Sandwiches, the simplest time management method ever. Some of these books are beautiful. Some are ugly. Some are well-written and some are not. And quite a lot of them have got a picture of a clock face on the front. They've got one thing in common, though. And how can I put it? They're all wrong. Most of the books are fine, as far as books go. But they're dead bang wrong because we can't manage time. In fact, the central idea of time itself is wrong. Because time doesn't exist in any substantial sense. And therefore we can exert no influence over it. So, how then could we ever hope to manage it? You see, time is just a useful illusion invented to allow mankind to make sense of life and our place in the world. The truth is that we can only ever live in one instant, the now. Yesterday's gone, tomorrow's a dream away. There is only now, because in just 48 hours, your tomorrow will have become your yesterday. And since you have no control over time, you must exert control over what you do with your time. I've compiled some of my top time management tips that have helped me to be successful, balanced and relatively sane over the last two decades. Here they are. Number one, think strategically and plan ahead. I like to think, what will I be doing in 15 years? This is my long range plan. Generally speaking, we underestimate what we can do in a very long time and overestimate what we can do in a short time. So thinking 15 years out will allow great things to happen for you. I then have my medium range goals. These are about five years and they'll be fairly strategic too, all contributing towards the long range 15 year goals. And then the short range goals. These are about a year out. They bind together into the medium-range goals, which themselves entwine into the long-range goals. Something that's really worthwhile is to diarise and review every six months of these plans and goals. Make sure your current activities are shaping up to your plans. And make sure, of course, that the plans are the right plans for you still. Because your values and your way of life, your activities will change over time. So keep reviewing, keep planning. Number two, develop a range of tactics. These are actions in the immediate and short term that will produce the results you want over the time frames you specify. 
Number three, figure out the order of the tactics and mark them up in your diary, your planner, or your scheduling software. If your activities are out of order and your tactics don't gel into some kind of sequence, you can trip over yourself. So figure out what has to happen first, second, third, and so on. Number four, schedule your operations. The operations are the daily actions to execute each tactic in turn. Completing each operation will complete the tactic, and the tactic will contribute towards the overall execution of the strategy to which it relates. They'll be your short-term, medium-range, and long-range plans. Number five, put the most important things in your diary or planner first. The most important things, really, are your holidays, your family time, your learning and training dates. These are the things that matter most, so they should never be squeezed in around less important things. As Goethe said, the things which matter most must never be at the mercy of the things which matter least. This is really important for us as entrepreneurs because we can tend to build our lives around our businesses rather than build our businesses around our lives. So make sure you've got your life right first and build the business to serve your life rather than the other way around. Because doing it that other way around will make you a slave to the business. End of rant. Number six, batch operations. By which I mean do similar and related tasks all in one block of time. For example, your office activities. Block times in for tuition. Block times in for writing. This reduces your setup and set down costs and switching times when you're doing unrelated tasks, swapping from one thing to the next. According to some research, it takes as much as 13 minutes to recover from a distraction such as a text message or a phone. So if you're batching tasks, it's really smart to turn off your phone at the same time. Turn off the audible alerts of your emails. Turn off anything that can distract you. Better still, go somewhere where there's no internet. Number seven then. Localise your off-site work and travel less. Use a map and some pins to cluster your students into tight geographic zones or areas. Then consolidate all your students' lessons into a small time window within their area. This might take a while, but it's worth it because you'll end up spending less time driving and not earning, and more time generating tuition fees. You'll also save on fuel, not to mention wear and tear on your vehicle. Number eight. Plan for tomorrow, today. Before you go to bed, make a note in your diary or your planner of what you want to achieve tomorrow, what you want to do and which operations you'll perform to make it happen. Then you can sleep soundly, knowing that tomorrow is laid out before you and all you have to do is walk into it in your half-awake zombie state and follow the actions on your daily plan. Number nine. Outsource stuff. This is a tough one for me as a solopreneur, but listen up and trust me on this one. Please, outsource everything you can. There's a golden rule here that's very simple. If you can get anything done to the same standard or a better standard than you can do it, for less money than your own hourly rate, then you must outsource the task. Cleaning, bookkeeping, cooking, ironing, gardening, can all be bought for less than your hourly teaching rate, can't they? 
So for example, if you're teaching ladies £30 an hour, you find a cleaner who will clean your house and business premises for £15 an hour. Pay £15 per hour upon a deal. Why would anyone, especially you, a smart tutor, lose a potential £30 fee in order to do work that someone else can do for half that much? Lose £30 potential income to save 15 quid. It's a no-brainer. Outsource everything you can. Number 10. Automated. If outsourcing is a good thing, then automating tasks is a very good thing. The little setup time that can give you an ongoing time saving for years, usually for very little financial outlay. For example, you might tutor peripatetically in schools and automate your invoicing to the school or the students. The same applies if you operate a monthly fee program or a subscription service. Just set up repeat transactions and forget about it. Number 11. Have a daily routine. Having a default day takes a lot of decisions away from you, so you won't spend time agonising over what you're going to do today, apart from teaching. Your default day plan prompts you to do what needs done, day in, day out, to take care of your business, your clients and yourself. So, set yourself a routine. Get up at the same time. Perform your morning rituals in the same order. Schedule your teaching activities into similar time windows during the day. And then aim to be in bed by a regularised routine time. Just having that regularity can take a lot of load off your shoulders. It saves a lot of planning. It will save you a boatload of time. And finally, number 12, my personal favourite. Buy multiples of any clothing you wear for work. Effectively give yourself a uniform. You'll save time at the shops. You'll never have to spend time deciding what to wear again. Furthermore, you'll appear more consistent to your clients and contacts. People trust and pay more for consistency. If it was good enough for Steve Jobs to wear his jeans and turtleneck for years on end, that was effectively his uniform, and it's probably good enough for us to have our own personal uniform. Okay, so that's my quick 10 cents worth on time management tips. Let me know what caught you in this episode and how you get on putting the ideas to work in your business. I'd love to hear from you. So get in touch via the Tutor Podcast website or via info at neilcamado.com. Now in the next episode, we're going to be talking about staying playful, making sure that your working time is enjoyable and fun for both you and your students. So that's all for today. Remember to subscribe to the Tutor Podcast and get all the updates and more tips to help you start, grow and love your tutoring business. I'll see you next time when you join me, Neil Camado, for the next episode of the Tutor Podcast. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.